0: Hello and welcome back to Noah's window. Uh, again, I want to thank everyone who's been praying for me and I've gotten several uh, wonderful cards in the mail. And I just appreciate you guys so much and your concern and your prayers that means so much to me. And I am continuing to get better every day. And today I have a special guest because she's here to help me and that is my granddaughter Summer. Hey guys. <laughs> so I'm glad to have her here today and, and she's gonna be part of our conversation. We're gonna kind of continue what we talked about yesterday from Jeremiah chapter 15. So I hope that you took some time to get your Bibles out and read a little bit more of that story. We talked about how Jeremiah was a prophet during a time where the people were in full-on rebellion. They had refused to repent, but God sent them a representative to tell them uh, what the message that he needed them to hear, to change their hearts. You know, eventually, if you keep reading the story, when they were in captivity, they did have a change of heart, and, and God did eventually bring them back to their land. But uh, this was a really tough time for Jeremiah and all the people that were there in Judah. And in his um, distress because of the situation, Jeremiah's having this conversation with God in, in chapter 15. And we jumped in the middle yesterday, but I wanted to back up a little bit today so you can hear a little more of uh, really it's Jeremiah's prayer. Of course, Jeremiah's talking to God and jumping in back in verse um. Oh, let's jump in in verse 15, and then we're in chapter 15, verse 15, and Jeremiah says, O Lord, you know and understand. Remember me thoughtfully. Take notice of me. Take vengeance for me on my persecutors. Do not, in view of your patience, take me away. Know that for your sake I endure continual rebuke and dishonor. Your words were found, and I ate them, and your words became a joy to me and the delight of my heart, for I've been called by your name, O Lord God of hosts. I did not sit with the group of those who celebrate, nor did I rejoice. I sat alone because your powerful hand was upon me, for you had filled me with indignation at their sin. Why has my pain been perpetual and my wound incurable, refusing to be healed? Will you indeed be to me like a deceptive brook with water that is unreliable? Uh, And if you ever wonder if if God's up to you being honest with him, with your feelings, here's a good example. God's man is really frustrated, and he's asking God a really tough question here. He goes on to say, therefore, thus says the Lord to Jeremiah. So now God's going to answer him back. And this is where we picked up yesterday. If you repent and give up this mistaken attitude of despair and self-pity, then I will restore you to a state of inner peace, so that you may stand before me as my obedient representative And if you separate the precious from the worthless, examining yourself and cleansing your heart from unwarranted doubt concerning my faithfulness, you will become my spokesman. Let the people turn to you and learn to value my values. So, and he goes on. So I hope it will take some time to read chapter 15. But one of the reasons I invited Summer to come on camera with me today is uh, she's 12 years old now. She just had a birthday in May. And I was just remembering what the world was like when I was 12 years old. You know, a lot of times we, at my age, like to look back and say, well, everything was so nice and calm and good when we were young. But the truth of the matter is, when I was 12, things were not nice and calm and good. There were riots and assassinations. There was We were involved in a very uh, horrible war. And there were a lot of very uh, difficult things going on during those times. And so there's nothing new to having difficulty uh, during our lives, um, but it, it can change, and it, and it has different perspectives. So I wanted Summer to talk to us a little bit today and just share her perspective on as, as a middle schooler, when we talk about staying focused and faithful in this time, what does that look like to you, Summer? What, what would be your thoughts on that?
1: Well, one thing is you need to be patient, because if you look at the Bible, nobody has faith in God without some sort of patience. So when I was in fifth grade and we went online for school at the last quarter, we got through it, but I wasn't going to get through it the next day. We had to have patience. And then finishing this school year, I did it completely online. And um, it's just different in the COVID era. And that's not necessarily what I grew up in, but that's something I'm going to remember. And I know that God will get me through this, and God will get my family through this, and God will get everybody through it. But we don't know when it's going to end, so patience comes into play like that. Um, And it's just so important to keep trusting in God, keep having a relationship with God, you know, and trust Him.
0: You know, one of the things we talked about in staying faithful and focused is in this generation, one thing that would be a little different from my generation is there's so many distractions um, to get our focus off of the Lord and the comfort that He gives us. What's that like at your age, uh, dealing with distractions that are in your world?
1: Well, now everybody is in the age of like cell phones and computers and iPads and all of this technology. And, you know, it's so easy for us to get distracted with news and social media and have live our lives on social media and technology and you know that can really mess with us and getting people's opinions all the time and I don't have social media and that's one of the reasons why you know I thank my parents because it's easy to get hurt on things like that but just with Everybody on technology, it's so easy to be distracted just because sometimes we don't know better. We're just on our phones and iPads all the time, and you know, just seeing stuff, it really pulls us away from God.
0: That's true. I'm so glad. Aren't you glad that we have some 12 year olds like Summer who can see that because? that's one of the real difficulties of this generation I think is to and no matter what our age is because technology has so sucked us in to that cyber world and it does really um, pull us away from the reality of who God is and what our life is really about and what really matters in sorting out the worthless from the precious that the verse we read yesterday. So thank you Summer for sharing your perspective You're welcome. and I'm so thankful that um we had this opportunity, and thankful that Summer's here. Um thankful she's here to help me with Noah's window, but she's helping me with a lot of other things, too. So I'm so thankful to have uh, uh, such wonderful grandchildren that they can come and help me here during this time. So um, let's have a word of prayer, and we'll just look forward to uh, going forward to the next time. So let's pray together. Oh, Father, thank you so much for this beautiful day that we're enjoying today. Thank you for Summer and Um, the comfort and the help that she brings, and thank you for the younger generation who still knows you and serves you and is committed to being faithful and focused on you, even in these difficult days. Thank you for um, their confidence in you when many people are are fainting from the distress that seems to be so uh, strong around us. But thank you for your word that we can lean on. Thank you for the stories that you've provided for us that we can look back on like Jeremiah and see how you worked in his life and how strong you were uh, using him and protecting him in a difficult day. Thank you for all those things that we can find comfort and strength in during these days. Thank you for um, bringing me to this point of healing. And we're so thankful that you've heard and answered so many prayers. And I know I'm just so thankful to be feeling so much better. And we're going to give you all the honor and the praise for that. But, Father, I know there are many people watching and listening today who are still struggling through some very difficult situations, thinking of little premature babies in the hospital and parents that are ill and elderly parents that are struggling with different situations that are so distressing. And I just pray that even today, Lord, in each and every situation, because you know each and every one, that you would reach in and intervene and bring comfort and strength and healing and all those things, that are needed. But most of all, that you would just wrap your arms of love around each one, draw them close to you. May they know and feel your presence and know and feel your your tremendous love for them in this hour, whatever it is that they're facing. And we just thank you for all the victories and all the wonderful things that you are doing and that you are going to do. And we're going to give you all the praise and glory. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, again, like yesterday, I just want to encourage you to let us know you're there and you can text, uh, talk to us to 97000 and share a prayer request or anything you want to share with us. We'd love to hear from you. So uh, again, let's see, this is Thursday. So this will be the final episode this week. So we'll look forward to seeing you again next week on Monday. And thank you again for watching and listening. And we'll see you next time. God bless.